appeal, for a beautiful smile, the life of Riley, for laughs. Teal, T-E-E-L, Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice. That's it, T-E-E-L. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, brings you the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Remember, friends, for beautiful smiles, it's T-E-E-L, Teal. And right now, it's the life of Riley. Well, innocent little 1947 is just around the corner waiting to make his appearance. And frankly, little 1947 is worried about the future because Chester A. Riley may have a hand in it. Right now, Riley is entering the little California bungalow of which he's the Lord and Master. Hey, hey, the Lord Monster is home. Oh, hello, dear. Hiya, Pop. Boy, am I hungry. I could eat a horse. Well, I'm sorry, dear. All we got is beef stew. <laughs> okay, I'll force myself. <laughs> oh, here, Junior, put this parcel on my dresser. What's in it? Well, that's my costume for the New Year's Eve party at the Gillis's. I'm going to be the infant New Year. Riley... You're not going to wear... Oh, don't worry. I'm not wearing baby rompers this time. Last year, they took me serious, made me drink milk all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you wearing tonight, Pop? Big calendar of 1946 on each foot. I walk around and say, time marches on. <laughs> Great, huh? Dynamite. Yeah. Then at, then at 12 o'clock sharp, I take my feet off and holler, Happy New Year! Oh, don't yell. Babs is entertaining a boyfriend in the living room. At this hour, it's supper time. Well, he just dropped in to ask her out for New Year's Eve. At least, that's what she hopes. Or if he does, it'll cost him a fortune. I heard Babs says she wants to go to the Copa Manana. Now, wait a minute. Babs is too young to be going out to nightclubs. If they got to celebrate New Year's Eve, why don't they spend it the way we used to when we were kids? Riley, the zoo is no place to take a girl on New Year's Eve. <laughs> well, I'd rather have her in the zoo than monkeying around a nightclub. <laughs> Who is this boy, anyway? Ted Lambert. He goes to college. You ought to hear how those dopey girls rave about him. Oh, it'll be quite a feather in Babs' cap if he dates her. Babs don't need feathers. We're raising a girl, not a chicken. <laughs> well, she turned down four dates already waiting for Ted to ask her. She'll probably commit suicide if he doesn't. Oh, nonsense. But she would be heartbroken. Oh, yeah. Well, no one's going to make my little girl unhappy. He better ask her. He's not leaving here until he does. Oh, so you've changed your mind. It's a father's duty to see his little daughter is happy. That's the law of nature. Every beast protects its young. <laughs> How long has this Ted been here? Over an hour. Well, what's taking him so long? In my day, I used to ask 20 girls in an hour. And if you hadn't always said yes, Peg, I could have asked 20 more. What's he waiting for? Oh, he'll get around to it. Oh, maybe he don't think Babs is good enough for him. You know, bad. She's so modest, she never boasts about herself. She's got an interior complex. <laughs> Peg, I'm going to put this over for our Betsy. Oh, now, Riley, you stay out of this. Don't you dare now, go now, in there. Now, 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 I know what I'm doing. Don't worry. I got the situation in the hollow of my head. I'll just go in there, give this Ted a couple of gentle hints. Well, no, Ted, I'm not doing anything this New Year's Eve, so far as I know. Uh, nothing definite, that is. Why? Well, I was just wondering if you're not doing anything. Well, I, I was wondering if you'd like to... Oh, oh, pardon me. I didn't know you were in here, Babs. Oh, hello, Daddy. Oh, oh, and you have 
company. <laughs> well, why didn't your mother tell me? I'd never have dreamed of intruding. Oh, uh, Daddy, this is Ted Lambert. How do you do, sir? Well, I'm glad to know you, Ted. Any boyfriend of Babs is a boyfriend of mine. <laughs> uh, Daddy, I, I think Mother's calling you in the kitchen. Oh, but she can't be. She's in the yard hanging out to wash. <laughs> but uh, don't let me interrupt you. You go right ahead. Talk. I won't eavesdrop. Uh, well. Um... <laughs> well. Uh... Uh, Ted goes to UCLA. Ah, well, speaking of UCLA, does New Year's Eve fall on the same date this year as last year? Why, <laughs> Daddy, of course. What a question. Oh, that reminds me, Babs. Your new formal gown for New Year's Eve just came from Saks 10th Avenue. My gown? But, Daddy, I She always wears a formal gown New Year's Eve. Wouldn't dream of going out without a nightgown. (laughs) Daddy, I'm positive Mother's calling you from the yard. Impossible. She's got a mouthful of clothespins. (laughs) Yes, sir, Ted, you should see Babs on New Year's Eve. Looks like a million dollars. And she don't go out with just anybody. Well, I... I... Oh, Daddy, don't exaggerate. <laughs> Isn't she the modest one? Ted, you should have seen the boy who called for her last New Year's. One of them high society boys. You know, a Pasadena socialist. <laughs> boy, was that a nifty Cadillac he drove up in. A Cadillac? Yeah, the convertible kind. During the day, it's a Cadillac, and at night, it's a Lincoln. <laughs> and you should have seen the orchids he brought her. Oh, Babs likes orchids. Can't live without them. <laughs> what a load this boy brought. He must have bought out a push cart. Uh, Daddy, I'm sure Mother wants you. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'd better be going. I... Yeah, well, I I guess i better be going, too. Uh, good night, Babs. Oh, but Ted, you, you started to say something before, I mean... Oh, it, it wasn't important. Well, so long, Babs. See you around after New Year's. Uh, well, wait, Ted, why don't you stay for supper? No, thanks. I... I... I've really got to be going. Good night. All right. Oh, Daddy! <laughs> Why, Daddy, what's the matter? Riley, what happened? The nerve of that Ted making our little Babs cry. Dad, Dad, Babs, he's not worth it. Don't... Oh, you spoiled everything. Me? What did I do? <laughs> Oh, now, Babsy, darling. Ted was just going to ask me for a date when Daddy started making up stories and scared him off. But, Babsy, I didn't know. I, I thought Please that... don't speak to me. You've ruined my whole mind. But, Chester Riley, how could you be so... so... But, gee, I, I was only trying to... Do you realize to... what you've done? That poor child will have to stay home on New Year's Eve. I'll, I'll make it up to her. I'll stay home with her. <laughs> it's too late for her to get another date. She's turned down every boy that's asked her. I'll get her a date. You'll, you'll see. I'll fix it. Oh, where are you going to get her a date? Well, I don't know, but don't worry. I'll get her a date for New Year's Eve if it takes me six months to do it. <laughs> I hereby declares this business mate not a large adjourned. Them members what are athletically inclined may now shoot pool. Well, good night, Muley. Good night, gang. Uh, you leaving, Brother Riley? Yeah, what's the rush, Riley? Well, you see, Julius, I got something on my mind. I got a... Gr- Say, maybe you guys can help me out. Sorry, I'm broke. Me too, Riley. Before I know it, my pay envelope is empty. My wife grabs mine, too. Oh, well, it's, it's not money, fellas. I got to get a New Year's date for my daughter, Babs. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised, Riley. A girl like Babs should be able to get her own dates. After all, she's got her mother's looks, not yours. <laughs> Well, she had a date, only I sort of messed it up. I... 
Hey, maybe one of you got a nephew or something laying around the house. <laughs> Some nice high type boy. Gee, I, I, I'd like to help you, pal, but you kind of waited too late. That's right. Tomorrow morning, there's New Year's Eve. Yeah, I know. I, I... <laughs> I just thought maybe... But, but we'll keep you in mind, Riley. If we get a brainwave, we'll give you a ring up. Uh... Yeah, I'll ask the missus. Maybe her kid brother is not doing nothing. Oh, thanks, fellas. Th thanks for at least giving me a little hope. Believe me, you don't know what it is to go through life being hopeless. What is it? Why don't you talk to me? I haven't got anything to say. You're mad at me. I'm not mad at you. Yes, you are. I'm not mad at you. You are so. All right, I'm mad at you. Don't be like that. Say you're not mad at me. <laughs> All right, I'm not mad at you. You are so. Well, why shouldn't I be? Well, I tried to get bad today. Honest, I combed the city with a fine tooth. Broke my heart to see that child moping around the house this morning. Well, it breaks my heart, too, but she'll get over it. Oh, you can't understand how a girl feels about a thing like this. You're not a mother. Well, I can't be everything. <laughs> Where's Babs? Over at Nancy's house. Nancy hasn't a date either. Oh, I guess misery loves company. Look, uh, couldn't Babs come with us to the Gillis's party? Now, what fun would that be for her, spending New Year's Eve with a bunch of married people? Well, she spends a lot of time with us, and we're married. <laughs> well, maybe she'll get a date. I'm not giving up hope yet. Now, be sensible, Riley. At six o'clock, who's going to date her at this hour? Well, there must be some nice boy somewhere who ain't got a date. Oh, if I only knew where to find him. I'd give anything if I could be psychopathic. <laughs> Riley, uh, this is Muley Dykin. Listen, you, you still need a date for your daughter? Muley, you got one? You fixed it up? Yes, sir. You're all set. Me wife's nephew, Benny. A likable lad. Oh, bless you, Muley. Bless you. you. You saved my life. How can I ever repay you? Sir, you'll buy me a cigar. I'll have Benny call for the little lady at 9 o'clock. Well, and thanks a million, Muley. Goodbye now. I gotta go out and find beds. Goodbye. Well, that's that. Hey, Myrtle. I got a New Year's date for Benny. Ain't that nice? His first date since he got out of reform school. Hello? Hello, Riley. Oh, this is Junior. My father isn't in right now. Well, where's your mother? I don't know. Nobody's home but me. Well, this is Ike from the lodge. Tell your father I have got a date for his daughter for a night. My wife's kid brother, Leo. Well, swell. I'll tell him. And Pop will be glad. This boy, Leo, will be there at 9 o'clock. Okay, thanks. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, Beatrice, now will you stop nagging me? I got Leo a formal date. But this is one time he cannot go out dressed in that Indian suit. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Is Riley there? This is Juliet from the lodge. Oh, no, he's out right now. This is Mrs. Riley. Well, last night, Riley says how your daughter needs a date. So I got her one. Well, I, I, I don't know if I like the idea of Babs going out on a blind date. Oh, don't worry, lady. This boy's okay. My nephew, you. A very refined type. Oh, well, I... Oh, I guess it'll be all right, as long as he's your nephew. Well, I'll have him pick your daughter up, say, 8 o'clock? No, you better make it later. I've got to find Babs. Make it 9. 9 it is. And thank you. Goodbye. 
Okay, Milford, I got you a date for tonight. So put away that knitting and get dressed. Was that you, Pop? Hello, Junior. Where's your mother? Well, I don't know. She's out somewhere. Uh, listen, Pop, a man from your lodge called about a date for Bab. Yeah, yeah, I know all about it. Yeah. Well, he'll be here at night. Yeah, I know, but I can't find Babs. Isn't she at Nancy's? No, maybe she's in the drugstore. I forgot to look there. Take a run down and see, Junior. Yeah, okay. Here comes Mom. Oh, all right. Barney, where have you been? Guess what? Babs has a date. One of your lodge brothers called. Yeah, I know all about it. Now she's all set. Oh, it's wonderful. I'm so glad for Babsy's sake. You see what happens when I handle things? I told you I'd get her a date, and I did it. Believe me, if I put my mind to it, I could get her a dozen dates. <laughs> Theo will bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. Meanwhile, this is Ken Carpenter with an important message about Teal, the modern liquid dentifrice. Dental authorities say... When gums are sore, brushing the teeth with toothpaste and powders, which contain harsh abrasives, is irritating. Often makes things worse. Heed that professional advice. Sore gums, tender gums, are often the first sign of serious dental trouble. They're nature's warning to watch out. When gums are sore, there are two common sense things to do. First, see your dentist. And second, stop all gum irritation. At the first sign of tender gums, switch to Teal, the liquid dentifrice. Teal is good for tender gums because it contains no abrasives, does not irritate even tender gum tissues. In fact, because teal is a liquid, it reduces the irritating effect of the brush itself, authorities say. Teal lets you massage your gums gently. Once you've tried teal, you'll want to make it your permanent dentifrice. You'll especially like the way teal makes teeth look sparkling clean, the way it helps sweeten your breath and gives your mouth a refreshed, tingling taste. So if gums are sore, see your dentist and switch to teal. Better yet, don't wait for that warning signal. Get teal now and follow directions on the package. Remember, that's teal, T-E-E-L, teal, the modern liquid dentifrice. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. When Riley ruined a New Year's Eve date for his daughter, he set out to get her another one, and he succeeded, but too well. Now three young men are about to call for Babs, but Riley is blissfully unaware of the situation and expects only one young swain. Peg, Peg, is Babs home yet? Did she phone? No, not yet. That's gratitude for you. Here I go crazy getting her a date and she disappears. Ain't that just like a woman? Believe me, if there were no women in this world, it'd be much easier to be a father. <laughs> oh, she's bound to show up soon. She promised to help me fix my hair for the Gillis's party. Yeah, but it's nine o'clock. There, he's here. The boy's here. Now what am I going to do? Well, let him in. You can entertain him in the living room until Babs gets here. Yeah, okay. Well, well, well. Come in, young man. Come in. Uh, we were expecting you. Uh, uh, sit down, Benny. Uh, this is uh, Mrs. Riley. Uh, hello. Uh, well, well, sit down. Make yourself at home. <laughs> nice boy, huh? You see, when I pick him... Why doesn't he talk? Well, he's shy. Uh, make yourself at home, Benny. If there's anything you want, just ask for it. Where's the girl? <laughs> I, uh, I beg your pardon? The girl. My uncle told me there'd be a girl. Is this babe the girl? Oh, oh, no, I, I'm her mother. It, it's Bab. She'll be home soon. Riley. Maybe you better talk to this young man before he takes our daughter out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, you, uh, you go to school, Penny? Uh, sure. Just finished the six-year time. <laughs> hey. Gee, they, they got long terms in your school. 
You, uh, you go in for sports, Benny? All the time. Well, uh, what's your favorite sport? Climbing walls. <laughs> oh, right. Well, that's good exercise. Uh, Riley, yeah. um, can I see you for a minute? Uh-huh. Uh, will you excuse us, Mr... Uh, what is your second name, Benny? The Lug. <laughs> oh. Well, we'll just be a moment. Oh, Riley, I won't let Babs go out with that boy. What kind of a boy is he? Where's the Goyle? Well, what's wrong with that? When I was his age, I liked Goyles. <laughs> I won't stand for Babs. Oh, that must be Babs. Babs, where have you... Uh, oh. Good evening. Good evening. Well, here I am. Yeah? I'm Milford. Ah. Peg, this is Milford. Oh. Riley, who's he? Search me, Hannah. Is it all right to come in? Huh? Oh, sure, sure. Come in. Thank you. What does he want? I don't know. It must be one of Junior's friends. Uh, uh, Junior isn't in. Junior? Yeah. May I sit down? I'm fatigued. Well, sure, sure. Right, right in here. Well, it's about time. Oh. I thought this was the girl. Now, now, take it easy, Benny. Will you please tell her I'm waiting? Tell who? Bad. We have a date. Oh, well, why didn't you? You wait a minute. <laughs> who said you're taking Babs out? Yeah, who said? Well, Riley, I don't understand. My uncle arranged it. You mean my uncle? Hey, what is this, a frame-up? Come on and produce the girl. Now, wait a minute, Dirk. Riley, there's somebody at the door. There's something wrong here. I want to find out exactly who's taking Babs out. I'm Leo. I'm here to take baths out. They're coming like locusts. Where did you come from? My brother-in-law said he fixed it up. Never mind your brother-in-law. My uncle... If I may put in a word, I'd like... I found... Now, wait a minute, boys. There's a little mistake here, but we'll soon settle it. Oh, Daddy, wait. Mother. Oh, there's Babs. We'll let her decide. Now listen, Babs, you've got to decide who's taking you out tonight. Benny, Leo, or Milford. Why, Ted's taking me. Well, that settles that. Ted, you're the one who did good. <laughs> Ted, I'm going for jerk. <laughs> well, I met Ted by accident and I explained everything to him and he's taking me out tonight. Oh, it's heavenly. But, Babs, I well, got Ted, you stop a stop now, Daddy. I just dropped in to tell you about Ted. He's waiting outside. Goodbye. Happy New Year, everybody. What a revolting development this is. <laughs> Three boys show up. How? I keep telling you, Muley spoke to you, I spoke to Junior, and Julia spoke to me. Oh. Now, do you get it? No. Oh. Well, hurry up. We're due at the Gillis's. But what'll I do about those three boys in there? Apologize. And get rid of them. What else can you do? Uh, I guess you're right. Now, hurry up, Riley. Right. I told you that I'm going to get... Wait a minute, fellas. Well, well, wait a second. Pipe down. Wait. What happened at a coil? Well... Look, boys, that there was a little mix-up and Babs is busy tonight. Gee, I took a bath for nothing. <laughs> what do you mean she's busy? Benny, take it easy. Put down that poker. <laughs> now, look. Look, why don't you gentlemen go out stag tonight? Tear the town apart. Here, here's a dollar. Listen, Fatso, I'm going to tell my uncle about this double cross. Then I'll tell my uncle. And I'll tell my mother. <laughs> But, fellas, I, I, I... My uncle will kick you out of the lodge. You'll see. Yeah, that's what they'll do. Kick you out. Yes, out. 
Now, uh, wait, fellas. May maybe I was a little too hasty. We'll wait here a minute. Thank they won't go. Go. No. Well, make them go. But I'll get kicked out of the lodge. Oh, I've had just about enough of this. We're an hour late for the Gillises. I'm going alone right now. Yeah, but Peg... You can join me when you get rid of those boys. But Peg, wait a minute. They won't go. Peg, listen, Dick. They... Oh, what am I going to do with those boys? There must be some way to get rid of them. Can I help, Riley? <laughs> Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, <laughs> the friendly undertaker. Oh, hello, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. <laughs> I just dropped by to wish you a happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> thanks, Digger. Oh, and thanks for the calendar you sent me. I wrote the poem on it myself. Uh, happy new year, one and all. May this calendar remind you, as you travel down the road of life, I'll be right behind you. My New Year's is not starting too happy. You see, there's three boys... Ah, yes. Boys can be a problem. Yesterday, some hoodlums pilfered a sign from a department store and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Oh, I was furious. Why? What did the sign say? Try our convenient layaway plan. Digger. Digger, I got three boys in there and they won't go away till I get them dates. What'll I do? Let me dig up three girls for them. Girls? <laughs> Where? Just call up the YWCA. There must be three lonesome girls who'd appreciate a date. Yeah, that's a great idea. But a blind date, would the YW like that? I shall act as chaperone. This is one time I won't let a party down. Oh, that's great, Digger. You saved my life. I'll try anything once. <laughs> Go, phone the YWCA immediately. Yeah, come in. I'll look up the number. It's Alvarado 6739. Alvarado 6739. Uh, wait a minute. Could that be the number of the YMCA? No, no, it's the YWCA. Are you sure? Positive. I've got a good head for details. And when I put something away, it stays there. <laughs> Hurry, Riley. Phone the YW. Yeah, okay. A-L-6-7-3. Hello, this is... Hello, is this the Y? Yes, sir. My name is Riley, 1313 Blueview Terrace. Yes, Mr. Riley. Well, I'm in a spot. I got three lonesome kids here around 17, 18, and they're all dolled up, but they ain't got no dates for New Year's. Yes? So I was wondering maybe if you got three lonesome kids over at your place, they could get together. I'll pay all the expenses. Well, the Y usually doesn't approve. Yeah, I know, but this is different. There'll be a chaperone. Mr. Odell, the undertaker. Oh, Mr. Odell. Yeah. Well, in that case, I think we can stretch a point. You'll do it? Yes, I'll send them right away. Oh, thanks. Thanks a million. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, Willie, Horace, Myron, how'd you like to go out with three beautiful girls tonight? Go to this address and just tell them you're from the YMCA. <laughs> this on a level? You're getting us the girls? I told you they'll be here any minute. Pretty girls? Pretty. Believe me, you've never seen such girls. So where are we taking them? To the Palladium. Can they dance? Can they dance? Wait till the crowd sees you three couples out on that dance. <laughs> Their eyes will pop out. Yeah, well, this better be on a level. But it, they're here. See? I, I told you. Now, 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 fix your tie, comb your hair. I'll, I'll go let them in. 
Good evening, ladies. Uh, we're from the Y. <laughs> uh, so where's the girls? This development is even more revolting than the other revolting development. Riley's will be back in half a minute. Tender gums are a warning signal. Avoid further gum irritation. Change from toothpaste or powder to teal, the non-abrasive liquid dentifrice. Teal not only makes teeth sparkling clean, but actually is good for tender gums. That's T-E-E-L, teal. Hello, Gillis. Where have you been? We've been waiting for you. We're ready to eat. Come on in. Well, thanks. O only you see, Gillis, I didn't come alone. So what? So we'll put on one more plate. Bring him in. Okay. Hey, Benny, Milford, Leo, Myron, Willie, Horace, this way. <laughs> Folks. This is William Bendix thanking you for inviting us into your homes the past 52 Saturdays and hoping that 1947 brings you health and happiness and a world truly at peace. From all of us here to all of you, a Happy New Year. Dentifrice invites you to meet our guests next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced for Teal by Irving Brecker and is directed by Don Bernard. The script is by Reuben Shipp and Alan Lipscott. Music by Lou Kozlov. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Nigger Odell is John Brown. Junior is Tommy Cook. Babs is Barbara Eiler. Others appearing were Herb Vigran, Irvin Lee, Lester J., Charles Wolfe, and Sam Edwards. This is Ken Carpenter on behalf of Teal inviting you to listen again next week to The Life of Riley. And remember, for lovely smiles, it's T-E-E-L, Teal. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, protects teeth beautifully. For me, try Dreps and you'll agree. D R E F T, it's Dreps for me. And it's Dreps for you, ladies. Dreps is Procter and Gamble's sudsing miracle that washes dishes so clean they shine even without wiping. Yes, it makes glasses sparkle down in Otal. You see, Dreps is different. Its amazing suds rinse clean and clear. Dreps can't leave cloudy streaks on dishes the way all soaps do. And Dreft gets rid of dishpan grease the way no soap in the world can do. Dreft is kind to your hands, too. Ladies, try Dreft, the amazing suds discovery that washes dishes so clean they shine even without wiping. Look for Dreft in the bright green package. And listen again next week when Teal for a Beautiful Smile brings you The Life of Riley. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.